Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast, and today I'm here with Tours. Let's get it. What's up? Uh, how you doing today? You know, uh, doing to doing all right. Had a rough night last night, but we're looking for a better one tonight. Awesome, definitely good mindset, and pretty much just jumping right into it. You are a producer, and what is it? Walk me through the process of kind of making a beat for a specific person or just in general. What's your mindset and kind of goal to have it be sent out? So the first thing I always start off with is the melody, right? Um, Whether that's me using a sample or a loop or me just making it from scratch. Um, Now... If I'm in a session with an artist, I tend to make beats differently than if I'm just making them by myself, uh, because I have to tailor the beats to the specific artist's needs and wants, to what they want, to what they like to hear, and I have to be, I have to cons- I have to ask them for like reassurance and so be like, okay, do you like this? Do you like that? If they say no, we switch up the sound, right? Versus, and I have to keep it kind of simple so they can still go over top of it. Versus, uh, if I'm just making beats by myself, I can go as crazy as I want to. Yeah, definitely. And once you're somebody that likes to make a lot of packs and stuff like that, have you ever worked on an exclusive album with an artist within the scene? I don't think I have, like, intentionally. It might have happened where they just used a bunch of my beats and then posted, like, an EP with it. Um, but like not me just sending them beats exclusively. I am uh, looking to do my own album sometime soon though. And uh, just having a bunch of artists from the scene hop on it. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome, honestly. And do you see yourself kind of exclusively working with somebody in the near future? Or is it something you kind of need to wrap your head around before you kind of go, kind of go for it? Um. Even if I do exclusively work with one person, that means they're exclusively working with me. I will still continue to work with as many people as I want to and as I prefer to do so, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to ever limit myself and my capabilities of creativity. I always want to um, be able to make whatever I want to make. And if I don't want to be someone's personal producer, per se, where I'm only allowed to make beats for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see that as very limiting. and. Uh, it, it can kill creativity, which I don't ever want to happen. Definitely. And that's something that a lot of people within this scene, I wish would do more often because at all the time they burn out. If regardless of just, if you change up your style or whatever, if you do too much of it, you're going to burn out. And you're, it, it seems like you're always constantly moving around genres and just having fun with it all you're not sticking to the same exact thing which is like super healthy because producers tend to kind of like i said burn out if things don't go well views are down or whatever but it seems like you kind of keep it going yeah um i mean with YouTube, just talking about like how views work and all that stuff, there's this uh, aspect of YouTube that really screws over a ton of people with tunneling. Um, basically, if I differentiate my sound too much, it will kill my channel. Uh, it's not something 
it's literally how the algorithm works, which is unfortunate, right? Unless you're big enough to prevent that from happening. Mm -hmm. um, so even though you want to continue to try and make different things, a lot of the people who post beats constantly to YouTube will get burnt out completely and it'll really start to negatively affect their mental health because they can only post one type of beat or else their channel will die. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to genres, do you limit yourself to like a few genres or do you kind of open the door and almost learn new things and just try to feel comfortable with multiple different kinds of genres? I'm like always trying to push my envelope and uh, see how far I can take something like uh, there's points where I've made synthwave stuff where I've made like. I've gone from full like sad guitar beats to then like NLA Choppa type beats or like Gunna beats, which most of these like never even reach my channel um, because of the tunneling that I'd mentioned previously. But um, I still work on them regardless, and I still make a ton of beats like that. I my one of my main styles is like the uh, Playboy Cardi like older style, like uh, more like Pierre Bourne who I would say is probably my main inspiration for for production in general. Just uh, if you listen to his drum patterns and most of mine, they're pretty similar. Um, I, I took a lot from listening to a lot of that stuff um, for a few years and just grew with it. Now I'm trying, I'm trying to just basically be able to make whatever and go into a session and the artist will come out happy with the product that has been delivered. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, trying new things is super important because you don't want to almost get bored of doing production in general and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to like constantly change up because just knowing me, myself and my own mental health, um, uh, like I'll go sometimes for like two weeks and I'll only make 10 beats in two weeks. And other times I'll go for two weeks and I'll make 50. Right. Hmm. Um, it just depends on how inspired you are to actually work and to like do what you want to do because you have to be inspired to work as a producer. As an artist, you can hear a beat and be inspired, but I'm literally making stuff from scratch half the time and I have to inspire mm -hmm. myself to be able to do that. Definitely. And when it comes to the genres of music, what would you say your favorite genre of music to listen to would be? Well... To listen to overall, it would probably be. Um, well, I don't. I, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, more so because I just listen to a lot of different stuff. Like I'll sometimes like in the same playlist, I'll go from like basically like new school like gangster rap or like new New York rap like drill like all that type of stuff, and then I'll go to like grunge, and then I'll go from that to Eden. Or like the uh, sad acoustic stuff, um, and then I'll go to like alternative stuff, and then I'll go to like vaporwave and synthwave, and then I'll go back to like Playboy Cardi, and then mm -hmm. sad guitar stuff, all in the same playlist. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And if you were able to work with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. Hmm. I'll I'll do two separate ones. Alive, honestly, it would probably be uh, Drake. Um, that would be a life changing experience right there. Um, I know how much hate Drake gets, but he has been 
basically essential for the entire music scene for over a decade. He has been so versatile as just a musician in general. He made he can make so many different types of genres with like and combinations of like lyric patterns and flows and structures with um like uh hold on we're going home back in like 2013 or 2015 i believe it was whichever year that came out and then he goes into like other things with all his other songs um and his collaborations with future are always amazing yeah for sure and i'm not like a massive drake fan but i can heavily respect kind of what he's been through like he started from like a television show all the way up to where he is now yeah, it's it's just like with any of the people that are considered in that conversation. You don't mm-hmm. have to like the music. You just have to respect what they have done for the entire culture uh, and music in general and how many barriers they've pushed. Right? Um, you can say the exact same thing. And now I'm not putting these people in the same context as Drake or Drake in the same context as these people, depending on your opinions. But you could say the same thing about like Lil Wayne uh, Future, Tupac, and Biggie, um, even Eminem, which I'm not personally the biggest fan of, but it's to each their own with music, right? Everyone has their own taste, um, mm-hmm. right? So it you can put any of those guys in. You have to respect all their names because of how much they've done um, for the entire music scene in the in hip hop. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the uh, dead artist that I'd probably want to work with is. I have two. It's it would either be Kurt Cobain. I would love to produce a full grunge record. Like um at, at the end of the day, I want to produce like a full like Alice in Change esque um full project, full band, and like tour with it and just make like music that like I listened to mm-hmm. a ton of when I was growing up. And then uh the other artist is probably Juice World. Uh, just for how versatile he is. And I mean, you also have to throw like Peep and X in there for like most recent artists, even uh, like Nipsey Hussle and all of them, like mm-hmm. Pop Smoke. Like they don't, all the like big artists that have died recently or the up and coming ones, um, you have to throw all their names in there because it'd be great to work with any of them. It'd be an eye opening experience regardless. You kind of can't say, I only want to work with this one person because you're limiting yourself. Definitely. Yeah. And. When it comes to organization, would you say that you're pretty organized, whether that's like keeping your files under control, uh, finding time to actually make beats around work or whatever you do or school? Would you say just in general, you're pretty organized? Um, With certain things, yeah. Um, Not everything. Like uh, room is pretty messy, but I tend to keep all my music stuff pretty organized. Um, Check my emails every day, you know, like reply to stuff. Um, I don't really post as much as I need to, um, but that's also because I work a nine to five right now, and that's uh, very physically and mentally draining while also working uh, music full time. So if not above full time, since I do this about 80 hours a week um, on top of a 40 hour work week, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's it is a lot of just like all my fo- I have all my folders of like loops or whatever in, in one spot and then I have all my uh, beats organized by month that they're made in so I can just go back and then check them and I also upload them bi-weekly to my Dropbox and send those out to people mm-hmm, for sure and 
Do you have any advice for anyone that is trying to start to produce within the scene? Um, learn as much as you can about production before you start. Mm-hmm. And to continue to try and learn along the way, constantly watch videos. Um, try to learn for 30 minutes a day at minimum. If you uh, aren't able to do that, you're not really going to be able to go as far um, quality-wise as you want to. Um, y- you need to be able to understand what, like, especially with like people just starting out, if you don't have perfect pitch, which I don't, um, you have to be able to understand if something's in key. Yeah. You have to be able to understand what a proper tempo is, a proper BPM, putting things in time, putting things in key, making sure everything sounds good, right? It's a lot about that type of stuff, um, much less like make you don't have to be the best at mixing. Other people can fix mixing issues. Definitely. Um, I'd recommend improving on all your fundamentals before you improve on your mixing because a beat can slap before you get good at mixing. For sure. And I know plenty of people, I'm not going to drop names because that's kind of rude, but I know plenty of people that are not like the best producer or that big or anything like that, but they've produced for people who are big because of how good the beat was. Like it it all adds up to consistency, honestly, because you're going to make some beats similar and some beats completely different. But if you stick to kind of, like you said, the fundamentals, that's a huge, huge part of producing and kind of getting comfortable with it in general yeah exactly you hit that right on the nail um another thing that i'd like to mention is you don't even have to be the best beat maker if you're uh, an amazing marketer you can excel in that way you can excel if you're friends with certain people a lot of the people in uh, studio sessions aren't the best producers or aren't the well a producer is a weird word to use there beat makers right mm-hmm. um you aren't a producer if you haven't actually like sat in like made the song basically with the artist um in a, in a sense so if you're just a beat maker you're more of a writer um yeah. which is fun enough right it, it's more sure. so the big say over it is what the main producer does um and uh so the other thing is like if you are if it's about timing it's about who you know it's about um being friends with the right people it uh, one piece of advice i'll give to any up and comer though is do not go into other people's dms saying you want beats and mm-hmm. like and like and then at, it's saying oh and then saying a number of like how much you charge do not do that do not like go into rent especially if you're an artist too don't go into random producers dms asking for beats we will ask if you, you want beats don't ask us especially okay. if you aren't as established and your mixing is bad or your recording is bad and there's a lot of like air in your recording right and it's sure. unproperly don't go into our dms especially expecting free stuff yeah and i i'm a prime example of this when i had just started music like it, within the first month i really didn't know what the hell was happening i really didn't know how to mix and stuff like that and i would i wouldn't like beg but i did kind of almost fall under the category of kind of just sliding in and just just acting stupid with certain producers and stuff like that and now even though i've only been making music for about 10 months nine months i i just know that if you want to actually grow you have to kind of do it on your own 
Yeah. You, you want to create a uh, relationship style, like, um, more, uh, maybe I'm not using correct words, but more like, um, like positive, like friendship type relationships with other people in the scene. That's how you can work with people a lot easier. Cause if you're a stranger to everyone, not as many people are going to wor- want to work with you unless your beats the hardest thing out. Yeah. hundred percent. And in general, how do you feel that your production and beats impact artists in general? Um, I like to say they make a positive impact. Um, I've had plenty of DMs of uh, people just saying that I helped change the lives around or uh, whatever else because of uh, my music. And it's only in- most of it was like back when I only did instrumental stuff. Uh, not like I had no songs because I did free for profit stuff. Right. Um, but now as I'm actually like sending stuff out, I hope I can continue to make a positive impact to get more big songs. Cause like I have songs that I've been messaged about that have hundreds of thousands of streams that I've uh, like made the beat for or produced. And, uh, people like rave to me about how good the song is and how it helped them so much. And I, that's honestly the big thing I, I do all this for. It's the trying to help other people as much as I possibly can. Yeah, for sure. Cause you always got those people out there that are doing it for money or kind of recognition and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, people are going to catch on and you're going to, not have a great reputation you're going to be kind of looked at as the person that sucks people off to kind of get where they are and i know plenty of people within the scene that it's not come back to bite them in the ass yet but i know it will and it's just not a good way to go about making music or production in general you kind of like you said you need to make friends on a good like healthy relationship standpoint instead of kind of almost sucking them off like i said yeah um sorry about my throat um my throat's a little dry uh but uh yeah there's one guy in the scene that well i don't even think he no he got kicked out um really but, uh, yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name drop because uh i you know i don't want fanboys going after me <laughs> um, yeah but uh Ev- no one in the scene likes this guy at all. You know what? Uh, I don't give a shit. Is it? He he, he he just so happens to do follow sprees a, a little bit later than this, or every time of year where he follows everybody after unfollowing them again, and yep. he doesn't come through with verses. You know who I'm talking about. I don't need to drop the name. I, you know um, what? Fuck it. I, we could be talking about two completely different people, but I, no, at no, this no, point, no. we're like, not. We're not dropping names. We're not. Dropping I'm not gonna names. drop it. I, I'll I'll DM you. I is it? Oh, actually, I'm not gonna say who it is. But I'm just going on to the next question. Yeah. Of what would you? How would you like? What would you say your ultimate goal in music would be? Um, my ultimate goal in music is uh, honestly to continue to make a positive impact in people's lives. Um, you know, hopefully, when like a Grammy and chart. I want to chart. I want to get songs that go multiple, like multiple times platinum. I want to be a multiple time platinum producer uh, and beat maker. I want to be able to just, you know, like kind of create like a wave. Um, and I, I, I could say, yeah, I'm working on creating a wave, but none of the songs are out yet. So 
<laughs> it's it's uh, null at that point, right? It goes in the void. And I thank you for coming on the show, honestly. And for anyone that wants to check out Tours, all of his links will be down below. I heavily recommend it.